now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge, on Yahoo Sports Radio. Hey, Ronnie, you ever heard of My Clean PC? Yes, sir. Use it all the time. Well, so should you and everyone else included. If your computer's running slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. Of course, nothing slowed down the Hall's senior committee last week. You like that segue? Uh, It produced two familiar candidates for the class of 2016. That would be Ken Stabler and Dick Stanfeld. And two of the selectors inside that room are here with us today. One, of course, is our Ron Borges. But the other is on the phone with us. And that's Jeff Legwald of... That's right, ESPN. Jeff, thanks for joining us. All good. Bring it on. (laughs) Guy's got his own theme song. That's pretty good. He does. That's my walk-up uh, music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got there a you tough go. act to follow. We had Clayton from also ESPN in the first segment. So, yeah, you got a tough act to follow here. Um, Leggy, first question. Why Dick Stanfeld? I mean, I think he's Hall of Fame worthy, too, but he's been knocked down twice before, including just three years ago. So, I guess my question is, what's happened between then and now to think he has a chance to make it, and, and why not give someone else who hasn't had a chance an opportunity? Well, I guess I would say, you know, your mom always told you to clean your room over and over again, and I'm, I, I want to say that I think it's, it's more important that three different groupings on the senior committee have sent Dick Stanfield into the room, and that tells me that, Three different groupings of people feel very strongly that this person needs to be considered and voted on for the Hall of Fame, and and I think that's I think that's significant. I mean, this is somebody who's coming. I don't think it's the fact that he's coming back a third time. I think it's the fact he's coming back a third time from the third different grouping of senior committee members, and I think this is the senior committee saying, "Okay, people." Let's take a longer, harder look at this. And, you know, my hope is that he gets a, a really good discussion. And, you know, again, I, I think he's more than deserving and, and deserves people's votes. And, and I hope he, he certainly gets in. Yeah, I agree with Jeff. You know, I think it is a telling point that three different groups looked hard at his uh, credentials and at the credentials of, uh, in this case, this year, 15 other guys because there were 16 finalists because there was a tie in the voting, and still came up with Dick Stanfield. I, th- I think when you're an offensive lineman, when you played in the 1950s, and you know, when you factor in all those things, it's difficult. And you have to do some pretty serious research and work to come out with, with a guy like Dick Stanfield. Uh, but if you do that work, and I've done it, and Jeff has done it, and some of our predecessors have done it, once you do the work, you don't have any doubt in your mind that this is a travesty, that Dick Stanfield is not in the Hall of Fame. And, and so I think that's why it happened. I understand your point, Clark, and it's a good one, but that's why it happened. Well, let me ask both of you another question. I spoke to someone recently who suggested that we shouldn't vote on deceased players for at least a year after their death to take the emotional aspect out of it. So I would ask if you agree, first of all, and what, if any part, do you think sympathy played in proposing 
both of these guys, Dick Stenfeld and Ken Stabler, since each of them passed away this summer? I can't speak for everybody in the room, but I will say it it, it didn't play a part in my voting. I, I honestly did not recall that, that Dick had passed away in in May, I think, until we were finished. And it occurred to me that uh, then, at that point, we had already finished when it when it, the light went on in my head that both players had indeed passed away this year. So, I, I, you know, for me, it, I don't I don't make that part of the voting. You know, do, do I wish every Hall of Famer who's voted in could you know be there for the experience? Certainly, I mean, it's life changing for those guys. I would always want guys to be able to go through it if they can. But I I don't think when you're in the senior committee. I, I think the candidates that have been the queue in the queue the longest deserve the longest look, and so given that, you're, you're going to be in a circumstance where the the person is probably not living because they're, as Ron said, we had 15 other finalists, and you could make a really good, strong argument for all 15 of those, you know, guys to be Hall of Famers. I think you you make the case and you make the the choices, and I don't think that other stuff enters into it. I don't. I don't think Ken Stabler came out of that room uh, because he had passed away, regardless of what people think. Yeah, and I, and I don't mean to make light of the questions, Clark, because it's a good one and, and it's something to think about. Uh, but you guys both know me and know me well. Clark's known me, you know, too long, 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 too long, exactly. And if there's two things I'm not, it's terribly sympathetic, or or, or terribly emotional, uh, and. It just didn't affect me at all. I mean, I think in both cases, this should have happened a long time ago for, for them. They should, in my mind, have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. And when you're on that senior committee, uh, as Jeff alluded to, you know, you see these situations, you say, you know, you got to clean up the back of the room before you get to the front of the room. And there's a, still a few other guys back there like Duke Slater and, and uh, uh, Laverne Dilwig and, and, and a couple of those guys uh, that also deserved an airing. So I think we picked... Uh, in my mind, the two best guys. Hey, Leggy, one last one here. we got a minute left. Since the Seniors Committee was formed, Goose tells me there have been, I think, 56 persons proposed, 35 of whom are offensive players, 15 of whom are defenders. Why the disparity? <laughs> because we, we talk about it all the time. I just want to put a safety in before I'm dead. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> and, and, I, you know, I, and I, Ronald attests this. I brought it up several times. We... You know, the hall is tipped overall, even the, the modern era candidates. I think it's 60-40 now, offense, and it's only going to get worse, potentially, with every receiver we can think of with a 1,000 career catches, I, I think. So uh, it's definitely something that's going to take some discipline from the, from the voters and to recognize you're going to have to pick Hall of Famers who don't have fantasy stats. Well, Jeff, that is the two-minute drill, the two-minute warning. And if you're going to hang with us here, which I hope you will, you can be part of this. In fact, you can take Rick Gosselin's place. You okay with that? I'm good. Oh, this good. is your form of fantasy. I mean, this is, it couldn't be a bigger fantasy than doing this with us. This is what we're going to do. Ron's going to ask the questions. You and I will answer. You can go first. And Derek Burns will play Judge Berman here and try to keep this thing moving. So, Derek, let's get this thing started. Pete Carroll and Chip Kelly apparently want running quarterbacks now, protected like passing quarterbacks. Isn't that called touch football? Shouldn't happen. If they're going to run the ball, they're running back. Pete Carroll should be more concerned with his running back, especially from the one. (laughs) 
Johnny Manziel's sore elbow was killing him. Will it also kill the Cleveland Browns this year? Not sure he's ready to play even before the sore elbow. Ron, apparently you haven't been paying attention. Browns haven't had a pulse for years. <laughs> Our friend Jim McMahon says he knows Bill Belichick is a liar. So do I. Uh, because he, he lied to his face, he says, when he was a backup quarterback in Cleveland. Isn't that another way of saying Bill Belichick is a head coach in the NFL? <laughs> a lot of players would say that. They've all been lied to. <laughs> Jim McMahon's the guy who blew his nose on a reporter. I know because I was there, so consider the source. <laughs> Ouch. The Buffalo Bills have sold over 60,000 season tickets, a club record. Do the people up there know Rex Ryan can't play quarterback? Uh, they thought it was wing night. <laughs> yeah, they do, but so what? Neither can Tyrod Taylor. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft says it's time to curtail the commissioner's power over player discipline. Where was he when Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson were being disciplined? Yeah, uh, I would have been more impressed that he said this a year ago. <laughs> he was getting measured for another Super Bowl ring. Retired 49 linebacker Chris Borland told ESPN, quote, if every fan got to play one year, they wouldn't think it's as cool as they do now. What would those fans think instead? What a great minimum salary I make. What would they think? That's the problem, Ron. They don't. Leggy's friend Peyton Manning says he has no feeling in his fingertips and may not get it back. Leggy, isn't that a bad thing for a quarterback? Uh, not if you've thrown 65 touchdowns in a season, apparently. Uh, maybe the NFL should suspend him for deflating them. <laughs> New Cleveland wide receiver Dwayne Bowe claims the Browns will show the NFL how a high-powered offense moves. Has he ever seen the Browns' offense move? It moved from to Baltimore at one point. <laughs> <laughs> nope, he hasn't, and neither have I. We want to thank Gino Capaletti and Lance Allworth for joining us. Todd Tobias for the history lesson, ESPN's Jeff Legwell and John, the Professor Clayton, for their insights, and Derek Burns for his quick whistle. If you want to hear this or any podcast, go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or dial us up on iTunes. Otherwise, join us at this time and on this station next week. We'll look for you then. In case you missed it, we're brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer is running slowly, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a diagnosis. Just minutes, you can activate MyCleanComputer software to clean out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com.